Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode with Financial Independence Europe. Uh, today I'm the lucky one interviewing Steve. My two co-hosts were a little busy. One was having a baby in Germany and the other one was on a plane. So I um, went on and interviewed Steve. We had a very great um, interview. We talked about um, how he lives in Dubai, what he does, how he reached financial independence in Dubai. Yes, the lack of income tax did indeed help him. Uh, we also talked about what life is like as an expat in Dubai, how can you invest, how can you save. We also talk about where he sees himself in the future, what he's up to, and how he's spreading the word of Fi. Would love if you could leave an iTunes review, subscribe, let us know your thoughts. And yeah, hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage, and making the most of your money. This was your hosts, Alvar, Arminta, and Matthias. Hello, uh, we have uh, Steve from Dead Simple Saving here, um, from Dubai, well, no, from uh, England, but living in Dubai. Um, very excited to have you here, thank you for coming. Uh, we're currently in my room in Edinburgh. It's uh, very interesting before going off to a financial independence meetup. And I'm here interviewing Steve about financial independence. Surprise. Um, so I'd like to start off by uh, just asking you a bit about yourself, where you live, where you're from, what you do. Have you reached financial independence yet? Just uh, give me a bit of an intro. Hi, Araminta. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here on your podcast. Um, I have lived in Dubai for 10 years now as an expat and before that um, obviously I'm English I worked all over the world really um, as a as a management consultant advising financial services companies so that's banks asset managers sovereign wealth funds so I got into the financial world a slightly different way to 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 lots of other people but I, I've been I've been living in in Dubai uh, so I suppose I am a, a tax exile at the moment and um but 10 years is a long time to live anywhere so i'm 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 considering considering my options at the moment and and really trying to design my life so that i don't have to live anywhere and i can still do what i do uh from from any country and that that brings a lot of freedom um and could you tell us a bit like uh, what stage you are in financial independence at the moment uh have you reached it do you have are you still working towards it do you have a number could you explain a bit more sure so um i i would say that i that i am financially independent um i i'm reluctant to use the word retired because it's such a loaded word and and then people just associate it with playing golf and, and laziness. So so I tend to say you know FI financial independence rather than fire or, or mention early retirement at all. I certainly don't feel feel retired, but uh, what I'm able to do is to not take on on any corporate jobs. So so in Dubai I, I have a number of things going on. Um, I have a a sports science business where I, I do psychological, uh, physiological testing. And I, um, I've been able to outsource a lot of that so that um, I, I, can, I can outsource a lot of the work to other people. I don't have to be anywhere at a specific time. It gives me the freedom to spend two months in, in uh, Britain 
over over the summer, which has been fantastic. Uh, so again, you, you really have to design your life in this way. It has to be a, a conscious decision. You can't just <clears throat> you can't just set up a a company and uh, in fact most companies most startups will just suck all of your time so it's been a very conscious decision to do that um, at the same time um, I, I've also founded Dead Simple Saving uh, and that I think Dubai is is a bit different to to the to the UK certainly where people just need so much more financial advice and it's that little bit harder to to invest and even to save as an expat, and therefore uh, people people really need this, and so I've kind of made it my mission. Uh, so going on from that, could you tell me a bit how um, how exactly you reached financial independence in Dubai? Were you like the classic uh, Fi um, like Fi journey where you? Um, take a percentage of your income and then save it immediately? Were you like a traditional FI journey or did you do anything else? Yeah, good question. I think my journey has been pretty untraditional. I've never been a massive spender, mm -hmm. but equally I've never been someone who, who wanted to worry about money and save coupons and be concerned about whether a, an avocado cost 50p <laughs> Or, or 99p. So I don't, I, I don't have a particularly extravagant life. But um, I, I have, uh, over the years, um, I, I did have a fairly well-paid job. Um, and then I set up my company and discovered that, you know, having a startup just sucks all of your cash. Um, but what, I, what I've also been able to do is to, to work as a contractor um, to um, to my my former company, and so um, I I've worked with uh, primarily sovereign wealth funds in the Middle East. Uh, so there they have you know anything from sixty five billion dollars to two hundred billion dollars, and they need investment strategies for that. Um, and and the money that I'm able to make tax free as an expat through that contracting um, enables me to to be financially independent. So while it's very hard work, I'm doing it with a clear vision of, of why I'm doing it, which is to, to do it for six months or do it for a year and then be financially independent. Unlike some of the other people who, who have been working in, in such jobs for years and years and are still on this treadmill and are working very hard and a bit miserable, not really knowing why they're doing it. Was at least I had the the clarity to know exactly why I was there, and that helps you get through some tough days in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, or Libya, or wherever you may be. So, um, so you're saying that uh, you're saying you work six months a year, and then you're financially dependent, or are you financially dependent like all the time? Is that so? You yeah. So so now having having done. A year in Saudi recently, I, I would say that I, I am financially independent. So I, uh, this year has been more about doing things that I want to do, um, and and really working on dead simple saving. And I, I still get offers of projects, but at the moment I'm like, well, look, don't don't talk to me till 2019, and we'll, we'll see how things are going. Um, but really, the focus at the moment, I, I would say, you know, my mission at the moment is to help people with their personal finance. And and so that is the 
that's the primary focus. Yeah, that's um, quite inspiring. It's always good to help other people reach a number. Actually, recently, yesterday, I just had a talk with a fr friend uh, about financial dependent. And the minute you start getting like to specifics, like 25 times your expenses, 4% uh, withdrawal rate, they get really excited. And she got really, really excited. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to write it down. And, and she's coming tonight, actually. Um, and and to see when you actually see someone who just they they click and they get it. Oh my god! I yeah, that moment is absolutely. And I, I'm always astonished about how few people even know the four percent rule. So a lot of my colleagues who work in financial uh, financial services or in banking, they they have no idea about this, and no one gets taught it at school. Uh, and I really feel like I should have a hat, you know, like one of those Make America Great Again hats, you know, I should just have a 4% rule hat or a t-shirt that says, stop me how you can, you know, to learn how you can become financially independent or just yeah. anything to to reach as many people as possible. So, so I'm completely prepared to make a bit of a fool of myself on social media mm -hmm. um, to get that message across because I think it it just needs to get out into the world. Yeah, exactly. And it's such a positive and empowering message um, once you understand how passive income works, how, once you understand how passive investing works, um, then it, it's just so logical and you can just, I think that's why people in the FI movement are so passionate about yeah. it. Um, and it doesn't require a huge amount of thought. I think if you are, if you're a financial advisor and you're trying to sell say active funds and you're trying to really persuade people that, that this fund is the best and then you're taking your commission uh it's quite effortful mm -hmm. whereas i find what what we're doing just promoting this very logical very beneficial process and and not really you know i'm not really getting any financial rewards out of it at the moment um it's very easy um it's very satisfying and the traction i've got in terms of radio exposure and in terms of newspaper exposure has been like far beyond anything i've ever had in in any other area of my life or previous career yeah that's um that is very cool um and so okay moving on back to like your lifestyle uh financial uh fi lifestyle could i um what what is like your typical day? What does it look like for you? I mean, so yeah, you do coaching with other people, but now you have the opportunity to really discover what you love doing because you don't have any financial constraints and you're not, um, you know, working. So apart from coaching and dead simple saving, is there anything you've started doing finally that you're like, now I've got time? Is there, like, yeah, tell us. Yeah, I I have a a bit of an unusual lifestyle, I suppose. Um, I I live in a, a villa in Dubai. That's the fancy Dubai word for a house. Um, and I I rent that villa and I I sublet it to to my friends. And and therefore I can live very very cheaply. I'm hoping that my rent will become negative in in the next couple of months. And that means I get access to a huge villa. I have a nice big garden, I have a swimming pool, I'm a 10 minute jog from the beach and and so um and it's very quiet. So so life is very good and that that also doubles as my office. Um and and so sometimes I have clients over there so I don't have to commute anywhere. My commute takes about 5 seconds going down the stairs. And that's that's a really nice lifestyle and 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 I like that a lot. Um I've I've started going down to the beach 
Uh, Dubai is one of the few big metropolises that has a big beach right next to it. And so um, to to get up in the morning and jog down to the beach and sit on the beach and just think about what you want to achieve that day um, really gives you clarity of mind and it and it, it makes you feel good. You're like, yeah, life is pretty, <laughs> life is not too bad at all. Um, so, so then really there's no typical day at all. Um, I think one thing I want to work on uh, in, in the future is, is having more structure to the day. Um, I noticed that the mad scientist talking about this as well, I was saying how important it is to have routine to get things done. Um, and, and so I, I definitely need to build that, that structure into my life. So I, I think I've, I've just been through the kind of enjoying enjoying life and enjoying that that kind of easiness uh that comes with an unstructured nature that you you can get when you're financially independent and now it's time to get things done move my mission forward and 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 put that structure in yeah that's very interesting because um i used i'm always someone who needs structure and when i started working and studying online i had a like every day was super structured like every, practically every hour i was doing something and and it stressed me out. I actually ended up hating it. And I was really, oh, yeah, I was really, I don't know. It was just, I wasn't enjoying myself because I was like, every second I'm going to have to be doing something. So, and then I went traveling and that completely messed up my schedule, right? Because when you're traveling, you, you're doing every, something different every day. But like what you say, you're exploring new things. You're, you're, you're meeting new people. Every day is exciting. And then... And that like complete switch made me realize that what you really need is a mix. So now what I do is I have a few like things that I need to do. Like I'm, I'm just, I can show you my, my calendar. I have a few things like what I have to do and, and, and like my meetings and whatever. And then, but I, I leave spaces in the middle, right? So that I still have time to, if I'm going to spend a bit more time doing this, then I'll do that. If not, I won't. So that's what I do now. And a mix is, is a balance, right? You need moderation and everything. Um, and I, I discovered that just, you know, by doing the extreme, but, uh, yeah. So last question on your five lifestyle, uh, where do you see yourself in the future? What would you like to be doing? Would you like to be five forever or how long, for how long are you going to be working, uh, on your projects? I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm getting towards where I want to be. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I don't think you can plan too far ahead. You know, life is always full of surprises. So, so right now, um, I'm just ramping up my social media presence, ramping up my blogging, um, and and a few other crazy things in the pipeline um, that will just help me spread the message of of yeah of, of financial independence in 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 the future. And um, uh, but beyond that, you know, I, I could see myself also doing doing more of the same. I mean, I, I have I, I have a number of, kind of side hustles that I quite enjoy. One thing I think is important when you when you do reach financial independence is to really understand your values. So, for example, I in the past have had side hustles similar to drop shipping or or um, transporting goods from England and selling them in Dubai. But what I've realised is that I, um, I'm all for a low carbon lifestyle and I don't like the, and I'm being environmentally friendly. Oh, and so shipping things from, from England to Dubai, not only does it burn a lot of fuel, but then you, you, you're selling all these things in plastic containers. 
it's just not what I'm about. And and I think a a move online selling services, selling courses, uh, the 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 carbon dioxide emissions are a lot lower. It's pretty much just what comes out of my mouth as I talk <laughs> endlessly on podcasts. And so so I, I'm gonna be much more comfortable with that. So so that's where I see myself in the future. Yeah, I actually love that because um, it's not many people. It's not until you reach, you know, that that freedom, that financial freedom, that you start to be more aware of your surroundings. That you have to have values. That you have to be more careful, even with people. Be more respectful. Be be a better person, right? And I love choose a fight. Always go on about this. How they. Uh, um, it's all about you know being one percent better every day, right? That's right. It's very uh, yeah. It's true. It's completely. That's really important. If you look at the, the British cycling team that is oh, yeah, world beating, yeah. it's all about the marginal gains. It's all about the 1%. The yeah, absolutely. All these small things generate you know, the seat, the, the saddle, the helmet, the, the lycra, everything just gives you 1% extra. And so if you're, if you're improving 1% a day, it makes a massive difference. Yeah, it does. And eventually you're, you feel like a better person. You're enjoying life much more. It's... Um, and um, one more question about like your expat life. You're the first. Well, a lot of uh, in Europe, uh, it happened. There are a lot of expats because uh, you know Europe is full of different countries, and many times you want to change country to earn more money, whatever. And a big part of our podcast is interviewing people to discover which countries are like the best ones to work in, best ones to retire in, to invest in. So about Dubai, um, I'm interested as an expat. How did you find it to to invest so as you said already it's quite complicated mm. but as an expat was it easier to invest to find a job to reach financial independence like from the point of view as an expat if you had been in the uk would it be different like yeah if you could tell us a bit more sure so being an expat the opportunity to make money quickly mm. is vastly greater than if you're stuck in uh, your home country with some you know pretty high tax regime so uh, dubai pretty much has no personal taxes whatsoever and and therefore everything that i've earned as a contractor is is tax free and so so i'm earning you know, 20 to 40 percent more than i could in in the uk and that makes an enormous difference now the downside is that uh, there are always people richer than you in Dubai and and uh, you can get on this hedonic treadmill that just accelerates. Like there are plenty of gold Lamborghinis, there are plenty of people who are having brunch every Friday and spending a lot of money, that's the weekend in Dubai, uh, spending a lot of money on fancy clothes, going to endless parties. Um, you can really have a, and living in amazing villas, um, and spending and, and living off debt actually like racking up the credit cards and there are plenty of people who just crash out of the system a few few years later having saved absolutely nothing so uh probably like being an expat anyway you do have to have an element of discipline while enjoying your life there if you're an expat and you're not enjoying it there's really no point to, to you being there um so you can make a lot of money if you figure out how to save and then um, how to be disciplined about keeping your costs down. It's interesting. I, I see Dubai has gone through these stages. It used to be a kind of unruly uh, 
teenager, spending lots of money, going to parties all the time. And it's really matured in the past two, three years uh, because things have got tighter and and it's in a slight austerity mode. So there's lots of Facebook groups about saving money. Uh, people have really pulled their horns in and people are starting to be a bit more sensible just because they literally have to be to survive. Um, but um, if you're going to invest um, offshore, you have to invest everything offshore. So so you, you probably don't want, especially... It's different if you if you invest in if you're living in Europe, uh, all the banks are pretty solid. I would imagine in in most most European countries, um, not all of them, um, and therefore it, it's not such a problem where you, where you put your money. Um, in Dubai, you don't want to keep huge as an expat. You don't want to keep huge amounts of money in Dubai because if something happens to you um, physically or if you get fired, sometimes the banks can freeze your money for up to two years and so you can end up in a sticky situation um and it's very difficult to invest uh in the normal channels like vanguard directly um because of the anti-money laundering uh regulations they just cannot be bothered to deal with you so you have to invest offshore through uh, an interactive uh, a an, an offshore broker like interactive brokers um and the name of the game is etfs and i would say that etf pretty much stands for expat total freedom uh, because they are just so amazing um, if once you've figured out how to invest in them uh, from from your your expat country um, that's funny because the other day we interviewed uh, Mr. Rip. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. No, Rip for Retire in Progress. Okay, <laughs> and no, not like <laughs> no. and uh, he um, he lives in Switzerland and he's Italian. And he said a similar story that everyone around him has very high expenses. And Switzerland, you know, you're earning a lot of money, but it's expensive as hell. And um, and so yeah, he was just saying like he he's he's known as the the cheap ass there because he's he's very controlling and but he manages to save just a huge amount of money because he's so aware and so disciplined and he's going to reach financial independence before I mean anyone um and he's saying he was saying like one month he was saying yeah one month um in Switzerland uh can buy him four months in Italy like something like that and so if he saves a huge amount of money and retires to Italy that's it he's done so that's pretty yeah there's um that's fantastic to hear and that is the way to do it I think there's there's one other thing you have to be careful of is that there are quite a lot of scams out there and there are quite a lot of legalized scams in these expat countries it's more I, I think you see that less in Europe you certainly see them in Singapore Hong Kong um, Dubai and now other places that are coming up like Vietnam and um, that is where these mostly sadly British expats have gone out and suddenly gone from being used car salesmen to to financial advisors and and selling uh, these very expensive long-term savings products and whole-of-life insurance products which are banned in sensible countries like the UK and um, I've seen so many people lose tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, um, also through pension transfers. So, so I would definitely say, like, if anybody is listening to this from one of those countries, and and it has been talking to a financial advisor, and they've suggested some twenty-five year savings plan. Um, first, I would say don't do it. Secondly, I would say uh, just 
you know read up on financial independence uh read my my blog if you have to um any anything to to not fall into that trap because i've met a lot of people who who even were saving sensibly and then lost all their money yeah okay cool very interesting um last few questions so could you tell us um any books websites uh uh, or even people that would you would recommend like uh, good webs uh, good books that you you've read websites that you follow just cool good res resources for other people in the community. Yeah, the, there's two two books that are particularly relevant to expats. I, I like um, Andrew Hallam, who's like the guru of of expats. He's written a book called The Millionaire Expat, which is amazing. Um, and Tony Robbins's book Unshakable. Um, really, really impressed me. I, I thought I'd seen it all when it came to personal finance, and uh, that that particularly impressed me. Okay, great. And where can we find you online? We're going to link up uh, in the blog post. So, um, yeah, any social media, anything? Let me know. Yes, you can find uh, me on my website, which is deadsimplesaving.com. Um, I, I tried really hard to, to make sure that I had a, a radio-friendly and podcast-friendly name, so you should be able to spell dead, simple, and saving. Um, you can also find me on Instagram um, and other places as Dead Simple Steve, and uh, some of my more colourful content will be, will be appearing on there. Great. And one last bonus question. We're experimenting with different bonus questions, and uh, this is yours this time, unique to you. Uh, if you could tell us in 60 seconds, I don't have a timer, but we're going to average it. Um, what financial independence means to you uh, personally? Financial independence means freedom for me, freedom to design my life and freedom to help other people and freedom to do the things that uh, really uh, inspire me and that I enjoy. And also not doing the things that I don't want yeah. to have to do, especially to earn money and not having to ignore my friends and family and other people uh, just to put food on the table. Yeah, that's a very wholesome definition. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, we're going to stop it there. Um, it's been great to have you. Very interesting. And I think people will be interested in like, you know, Dubai working there. Cause it sounds really from what you're telling me, because I don't know much about Dubai. And this is kind of you're the first person I know who um, worked there. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure people will be interested, might, uh, you know, send you an email or something. So that's why we'll link it all in the blog post. <laughs> sure. Anytime. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we're off to the financial independence meetup in Edinburgh right now. Very excited. And um, yeah. Thanks, see ya. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing through your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu Thank you for listening and see you next time.